P.S. You're Wrong, the podcast where you talk trash about the things people love to hate and hate to love. And I'm your ho. Oh, <laughs> I don't know what just happened. I was scrolling and I lost track of what I was saying. Let me start again. <laughs> where we talk trash about the things people love to hate and hate to love and we're your hosts shelby and matt yes happy halloween shelby oh yeah i should have done a scary voice it's okay you did a weird ghost impression <laughs> on the last episode and we're probably good without it so truly nothing good came out this weekend there was yeah. no movies that came out we didn't want to do an episode on maleficent which came out like two weeks ago <laughs> and was doing poorly there was nothing really on tv that we felt like warranted an episode like we could have done one on the first episode of Watchmen, but like that's yeah, not that much to, to cover yeah, yeah. i know and we were like it's halloween so let's just do a movie where we talk or an episode where we talk about scary movies so that's yes, what we're doing uh, my favorite genre <laughs> yeah it's wild that you were the one who was really pushing for this episode <laughs> shelby you're like yeah let's do an episode on scary movies and i'm like have you seen any like, <laughs> you're about to see the level of scary i've reached in my life it's uh they probably don't count as scary movies to you but i represent a large body of the population i think so Yes, the scaredy cats. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The ones who wish they could watch the scary movies and they have to find the the little ones that they can manage. So Yes, the, the loopholes. Very yeah. <laughs> well acquainted with the Wikipedia summary. <laughs> yeah. Before we get started, uh you can follow us on social media at PS You're Wrong. We are on Instagram. We are on Twitter. We are on Facebook. We have an email account, which is PSURong at gmail.com. If you have questions, comments, concerns, thoughts, <laughs> you can send them to us and we will address them on air or not, depending on how good they are. <laughs> but probably yeah, on air. No promises. <laughs> and Matt has a TikTok, so I'll uh, he, yes. share that with the class. Thank you for... <laughs> for promoting that yes yeah. this podcast is sponsored by my tiktok <laughs> account which is at half matt i have three followers at the moment but you can go and follow me i have more videos than i have followers that's embarrassing hey um mm -hmm. but yeah so you can go and check that out also you can leave us a review on apple Podcasts, which would be mm -hmm. great so if you're gonna do yeah. something do that first <laughs> okay i like your priorities that's fair but mm -hmm. also check out Matt. He needs the he needs the uh, follows, I guess. The likes. What is it on TikTok? Do you like star it or heart it or you, you yeah, you can like you can like a TikTok. Mm, it okay. TikTok also accounts for how many views you have. Oh, okay. Which <laughs> is sort of strange because you'll look at these videos and sometimes the views versus likes is like really skewed. They'll have like <laughs> a ton, a ton of likes and like what feels like not as many views to like connect with that or uh -huh. they'll have like so many views and like not very many likes and then it's like well did people watch this video but then they just hated it <laughs> it's interesting a lot of psychology going on in that social media yeah, well exciting anthropological opportunities for you yes truly somebody get out the sociologists need to get on there <laughs> 
But we are here today to talk about scary movies. And I feel like what better way to start this than to just kind of talk about how we got into scary movies (laughs) and the first scary movie that we remember watching. We have a bunch of different categories of movies that we're going to be going through. And the first one is first scary movie you remember watching. Shelby, you want to go first? Oh no. Um yeah, I was <laughs> I have a bad memory. That's the problem, right? Is I can't necessarily oh, pinpoint what the first one is, but as I was trying to think of this, I remember like growing up being scared of the birds by Alfred Hitchcock, so that was in my that was in my repertoire from an early age. But the one vivid memory I hold is when I was like 10ish or 11ish, I uh I woke up and I just woke out of glass where I heard my parents like downstairs watching a movie. And so I snuck downstairs to like watch. And it was What Lies Beneath, which is that 2000 film with Harrison Ford and Michelle Pfeiffer. I don't know if you ever saw it. Did you? No, I didn't. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Well, you're not missing much. But as an 11 year old in the 2000, I walked right in during this scene where Michelle Pfeiffer is sort of being haunted by this woman and and she's in the bathroom and it's really steamy because I don't know why in movies, but bathrooms get so steamy that the mirror is all fogged up and whatever. And then there's this huge scare with the mirror and then she falls in the tub and then her husband's trying to drown her and he's like drugs her. So she's like... <laughs> paralyzed and the tub fills up and so it like covers her it slowly covers her face and then her nose and then her eyes and I was just like traumatized as a child so I remember that very vividly so I think that was the first one I saw my gosh and then you were afraid to take baths for weeks afterwards yeah yeah and then I never wanted to watch a scary movie again so here we are end of episode (laughs) (laughs) yeah great okay I'll just do the rest of the category um See, we have a very different situation, yeah. which I think we've talked about before on the podcast, where like, I'm an oldest child, you're towards the end of mm-hmm. your big family. Mm-hmm. So you had like lots of older siblings. Yes. So when I was trying to think of the first horror movie I watched, like actual, actual, like horror, scary movie, and I think it's Saw, which I did oh not watch gosh. until the freshman year of college. <laughs> but like, here's the thing. One, neither of my parents like horror movies. Two, I wasn't allowed to watch R-rated movies until I, you know, was, what, 17, 18? Mm -hmm. There wasn't, like, I didn't have siblings who were, like, sort of watching it and I would, like, catch a peek or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like, there just wasn't in my house. And also, we didn't have cable. So there was nothing. (laughs) Well, I had friends, but they were also all, like, goody two-shoes, you know? So... So I had really no opportunity to watch horror movies. And I was also like such a scaredy cat growing up. And then for whatever reason, I got to college, I saw Saw, and I was like, yes, this is my new thing. And have been obsessed with horror movies ever since. So Saw, I think, is the first like actual like good old horror movie that I sat through. And I was, you know... I know. I know. Such oh a way word. to start. Am I right? <laughs> this is disturbing. I like, I think part of the reason why I'm a scaredy cat is because, yeah, my older siblings would be like, like, I remember my l- older sister, she watched Grudge with her friends and couldn't sleep for like a week after. And so I was like, nope, never touching that one. And my brothers watched 28 Days Later, which is this like epic zombie, like very aggressive zombie movie. Yeah. And that terrified them for days. And so I was like, oh, I can't handle it. I can't handle it. And so I think I just, 
I was protected by their trauma. <laughs> I mean, and if you think about like movies that horror movies that are rated PG-13, it's like there's they can be kind of spooky and they might have like some jump scares, but otherwise they don't have much. <laughs> and yeah, if you're like siblings aren't watching stuff. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's a weird way to start. But I will tell you this. Our next question is kids movie that scared you as a child. <laughs> and I think I've also brought this up on the podcast before, but I watched Scooby-Doo on Zombie Hell Island yeah. and was terrified for months <laughs> afterwards. I had just moved from like my bedroom that I shared with my two brothers oh. down to the basement to my own room. Mm-hmm. And it was just a poor timing decision after watching that so movie. So how old were you? Unlike usual, what I think I was, was like... So that movie came out in 1998. So I would have been like seven or eight, like still in elementary school at this point. And Scooby-Doo, usually like the bad guy is, you know, like the groundskeeper with a mask on. But this one, for whatever reason, had actual zombies in it, like (laughs) that were zombies. And it just freaked me out. I had not encountered anything like that to that point in my life and could not handle it. That's too bad. I'm sorry. Uh, Have you ever revisited it? I have not, but when I was looking on the Wikipedia page, it said that a sequel called Return to Zombie Island came out this year. So I was like, maybe I should check that (laughs) out and see how it is. We should have done an episode. Oh, man. I know. We missed it. My childhood, the kid movie that scared me, I remember watching, and I guess I assume this is a children's film, Willow, the 1988 film. I don't know what it's about. It's some sort of weird, like, it's a weird, like, magical sort of fantasy-ish. I think it it sort of has the same vibe as, like, I don't know, Pan's Labyrinth or something, like, weird like that. You know, an 80s flick. Just, like, bad. This up. <laughs> You've never seen it? Don't. I don't even think it's, like, meant to be scary at all. But there was something it's in it. It's written by George Lucas. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. That's where it all started for me. Um, no, it traumatized me. It was like there were these weird like swamp creatures or like a swamp dog that was like very disturbing to me. And I think it was because partly it was the 80s. So it was all like, you know, makeup effects instead of like CGI. And so the masks and stuff were very, very gross and disturbing to me. And there were just a lot of weird things happening. And I just, I can't, I don't want to ever watch it again. Like I've just put that in a locked box and I just don't want to revisit it. I am looking at pictures, (laughs) but I can't find any swamp creatures. Yeah, there is. I remember I Googled it to make sure this was the right film. And I just looked up. I looked up Willow Creepy, and there were some creepy images that triggered me. So I know it, it was a Willow real thing. Creepy. Okay. I'm doing it. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, for someone whose first scary movie was Saw, it's probably not creepy. But as a child... All I'm getting is a bunch of like black and white <laughs> pictures of Willow trees. Well, obviously, it's not. Like, Willow movie creepy. The first image. Oh, my gosh. It's so okay, gross. Okay, movie. And then the death okay, dog, I'm I'm... I guess, is what it's called now that I'm looking at this. And it's like a... The death dog? Oh, yeah. It's like a it's like a dog-pig hybrid thing. 
Now this is giving me some movie called Willow Creek. I don't know. Is it what possible that at. Google works differently <laughs> in different places? I looked up Willow Creepy Movie and well, maybe it's giving the me Willow Movie Creepy. That's that's exactly this what is I also did. giving me some movie called From a House on Willow Street, which looks no, also it's okay. Willow Movie Willow Creepy. Willow Movie c- Creepy, mm-hmm. and it's like I don't I don't even know like a goblin-y thing, a troll. Oh, oh yeah, it's a troll. I can't even okay. look at it. It just is so gross. There's also like a warthog yes, or something. The death dog. <laughs> I don't know. This is yeah, lackluster. Okay. <laughs> moving on. You were scared by Scooby Doo, okay? That was legitimately <laughs> supposed to be a scary movie. It's zombies, Shelby. Not a yeah, not yeah. a kindly dog with a mask <laughs> it's on. It's not kindly, it's a death gosh. dog. It's the death okay, dog. Okay, what is a movie that scared you that no one else was scared by? <laughs> Okay, this is probably the most embarrassing movie on my list, which probably speaks to how um, bad my list is. But um, so <laughs> when I was in New York, Spit it out. I uh, went with my friend to see um, Krampus, the 2015 film about you the anti-Krampus. <laughs> yes. I don't know what it was like. Oh I we walked out of that film like truly terrified and upset and we got on the train and there's this woman who was hunched over in like a robe and we were like oh my gosh it's this Krampus is, and we started telling everyone like this was opening cruel. night opening weekend so we hadn't like gotten the feelers out that this was actually meant to be a sort of funny film and so we were telling like all our friends and family like oh my gosh this was so scary like it it freaked us out like we couldn't sleep and so Rob and his brother went to see it on my suggestion. <laughs> and they came out and they were like, oh, that was a good one, Shelby. That was the stupidest movie I ever saw. Thanks for making me watch it. And I was just like, I wish that I had done it as a joke. But no, that movie actually scared me. <laughs> okay, well, I'm going to take this in a slightly different direction. Uh, like I said, I was not allowed to see horror movies. Uh as a child uh-huh. the one exception the one r-rated movie that i was allowed to see which traumatized me for a long time is the passion of the christ oh which i watched at church <laughs> and was just like terrified by the person who plays judas like is weirdly demon possessed and like hangs themselves oh, and really? i had nightmares of like judas showing up at my <gasps> bedroom door for weeks oh after word. watching this. that's very creepy did you like clean out your house did you like cleanse it or i don't know at least no, burn some no, sage or something like judas was showing no, up oh at your gosh. door have you ever told someone think, about that like what does think, that mean i don't think sage was a, <laughs> i don't think sage was a thing back in 2004 <laughs> that's pretty creepy um well, no, it's like every they showed it like on the projector screen <laughs> in my church sanctuary, and everyone is like weeping afterwards, like, "Oh my gosh, Jesus, what did he go through for us?" And here I am, like, "Oh my gosh, Judas <laughs> is gonna inhabit my dreams," and, he and did. I wasn't about to tell anybody this because what are they gonna say? Like, well, that seems very unholy. <laughs> the whole movie you were fixated on Judas's guilt <laughs> yeah. instead of Jesus dying I mean, for the salvation I didn't want to say earth. anything, but yeah. Yeah, like that's pretty uh, exactly. wild to take that up with so, a therapist. This is the first time I'm confessing yeah. <laughs> this in public that I was traumatized by dead Judas. What if he visits you again this weekend? Stop it. Stop <laughs> it. No. 
Oh, I think man, that's I creepy. also had a crippling fear growing up of Osama bin Laden and for some <laughs> reason or another thought that like was would tear I had I was always afraid that he was going to be in the shower you know like I would oh, like was going to pull back the shower yes. curtain and Osama bin Laden was going to be in the shower and I think somehow <laughs> or another the there was like a connection there between Judas and Osama <laughs> they just looked a they're little both dead now so yeah. but you know <laughs> I was. That's so funny. You I think it was like they both had big beards. Who would be in the shower? Yeah. yeah, whatever. I was worried that like there would be Osama bin Laden, and also Osama bin Laden at that point was like seventy. You know, it's like he was yeah. old. Like, yeah. If so, and why do? would he have been in a shower in Michigan? Like, there's no reason. <laughs> yeah. But I was yeah. very worried about it. That is so wild. I feel like my childhood trauma was all about like um, babysitting gigs. You know, like because there were all these. Um, all these like chain emails that I would get that were like about babysitters. <laughs> like there was one about uh, a girl who's babysitting and then she calls the parents and she's like, can I, uh, can I cover up that clown statue in the living room? And their parents are like, we don't have a clown statue. <laughs> and it was a serial killer. And it was a serial killer. So I was always scared to babysit. Love that. It was a Love huge it. trigger for me. <laughs> mm, my gosh. Okay. Next category. Scariest trailer for a movie you didn't see. <laughs> I probably haven't seen the majority of 90% of scary trailers I've seen. Um, But I think the one that freaked me out the most was Lights Out, which I think was like around 2015, 2014. And um, I just remember that trailer just truly traumatizing me because it's like... with the blind guy? No, no, it's about the monster that hunts in the dark, basically. And so the trailer I remember is this woman who's like working at some sort of store where there's all this, there's this room full of mannequins and she goes to turn off the light and she notices like a figure in the background. So she turns back on the light and it's gone and then she turns it back off and then she hears and turns it back on and it's right in front of your face, basically. So it was, Mm -hmm. it was all that sort of trauma. It was just like... And it was based on a short film, which I made the mistake of then watching because, again, I have this strange, like, (laughs) curiosity. Like, I want to know about scary things, even though I don't want to experience it. And I was like, oh, I can handle a scary short. No, it was truly disturbing. It was so gross. I'll send you the link because I think you'd like it. It sounds like something I'd be into. I was getting it mixed up with Don't Breathe, which is the horror yeah. movie where the people are trapped inside the house of the blind guy who's going to try to kill them. Yeah. Um, I most horror movies that like I see a trailer for that I think looks good I just go see yeah but I <laughs> did not see The Nun this oh. uh, past year which I thought the trailer had a very good jump scare mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. a jump a good jump scare is fine for me but I'm not like a thrilled by it and I really don't <laughs> love a supernatural horror movie where it's like there mm. could be a ghost anywhere I like it when there's like a monster or a serial killer or something hmm. and there's like a sp- a spatial realism to it where it's like, okay, you right. know, the serial killers in the room, but like, where is he not like, Oh, the serial killer could just like pop out of the wall as like a weird, you know, right. ghost. Mm-hmm. And the nun was giving me big vibes of that. So I was like, no, thank you. Yeah. I remember the conjuring had a really scary trailer too. Yeah. That's all in that same, in that same franchise. There's a bunch mm-hmm. of them that are all like connected mm-hmm. to each other. Insidious, I think is also in there. I haven't seen any of those. 
I actually saw Insidious, I think, now that you mention it. Or maybe I just watched a lot of clips. I don't know. It's hard to tell sometimes. <laughs> maybe I just read the uh, yeah. the plot synopsis on Wikipedia. Probably. It's very uh. hard. <laughs> okay, what is the goriest movie you've seen? I hope you'll be impressed by this because I actually sat through The Descent, which is a 2005 movie from the UK. Have you seen this? I feel like we're not aligning on movies. Is this the one where they're like having to go underground and they get like killed off one by one? They're, yeah, they go on this, it's an all female cast. So hashtag feminism. And they're Mm. going cave diving or whatever you call it, spelunking. I don't know. They're, they're, they're exploring caves. And then one of the caves collapses behind them and you find out that they'd actually gone off route. So they were in this unknown cave system. And then as they get deeper and deeper, they run into these sort of humanoid creatures that have evolved down there. And it just turns into this like bloodbath of terror and like, and graphicness and honestly i think you'd like it like why haven't you watched it well so here's the thing i like i was saying i didn't really watch any horror movie until i got to college which was in 2010 so everything that i've seen i have seen after that so if a movie came Mm. out before 2010 i would have had to have gone back and watched it and even like in college i wasn't watching a lot ton of movies because mm-hmm. I was at school in the middle of nowhere and we didn't really have a movie theater. And so I ha- I'm very like patchy on stuff mm-hmm. I've seen like pre 2015 of horror right. where I've like seen some franchises. I've gone back and watched the whole thing, but then there's just lots of stuff that I've, you know, never or haven't gotten to yet. Oh man. Well, this has a, a wild ending like i i want to talk about it but i also just hope one day you'll watch it and experience it on your own because it it shocked me it was truly just brutal and i just i mean yeah it was a good movie it's very very gory though there's like blood baths and uh slit throats and and crushed heads and just a lot you know for Ooh, a movie of only six head. girls yeah so <laughs> Uh, it was pretty gory and i was proud of myself for surviving watching that even though most of it was from behind my hands did you see midsummer this summer or no oh yeah i did was this more gory than that well midsummer is hard because it's like there's two gory scenes you know what i mean it's like yeah i guess that's true it's not like constant bloodbath yeah i uh have seen the Saw franchise, which is obviously oh. very gory. Yeah. I also watched the original Human Centipede. No. Which was oh. Disgusting. Yeah. However, however, I will say this: the humans, the original Human Centipede, like, is gory, but is also like limited goriness, if that makes sense. Because it's like you think it's going to be terrible, but really, it's it, there's only three people, so it's like <laughs> it's bad, but it's not like that bad. But I read the synopsis for the third uh, Human <laughs> Centipede too. on Wikipedia, and mm. I legitimately almost like felt nauseous. It was it's so disgusting. disgusting. Yeah, I don't think I could watch that movie. Well, I can't believe you watched the first one because, yeah, it's three people, but they're still butt to mouth, you know? It's freaking gross. I mean, yes. Yeah, true, (laughs) true. Yes. But it was a phenomena. You know, you had had to. Oh, my word. No, you don't because I didn't. So be more like me. So this is, I guess, sort of like horror adjacent. What is a movie with a twist that pays off and you never saw coming? So I guess like favorite scary twist movie. 
Yeah, I mean, like you, I didn't watch a lot of scary movies. And like, by the time I got around to watching like Sixth Sense, I'd already known the twist. But one movie that surprised me was The Others, which features Nicole Kidman. And it's from like 2001. Oh, so you've seen this one? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. And this is like Nicole Kidman is like this strict woman after World War II living with her children in this big house who both suffer from like i don't know they're basically allergic to the sun like they can't be in sunlight and she starts to feel like her house is haunted and it's just like a very creepy movie and there's like one bit like i i don't know if it holds up necessarily i watched it in high school but it was very creepy very unsettling for me and then the twist was just like mind-blowing to my little teenage brain i just i hadn't seen it coming at all I was very impressed by how they did it and how it actually like made sense in the end, like all the things connecting and all the pieces coming together. So I don't necessarily want to spoil it because if someone's looking for like a movie to watch tonight, that's always a good one. I think it's like sort of one of those classic sort of new age PG-13 scary movies that is a crowd pleaser. I would suggest the movie The Village from M. Night Shyamalan, (laughs) which, I mean, he's the king of twists. Every movie like has a twist, some more ludicrous than others. The Village's twist is a a little bit far-fetched. It's like not his (laughs) best twist, I don't think. But as far as a... As a movie goes, I think it's a very good scary movie mm-hmm. because it's about this like village in the middle of nowhere that is sort of, I guess, like, um, sort of like Puritan, uh, like Puritan y, like, yeah. yeah, like New England. Uh-huh. And there's these creatures that are like outside the village and attack people at night. Mm-hmm. And it's all about like them prowling around yeah. and who are they going to kill in town. And it's, it, yeah, it's, 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 it's such a, a good cast, like horror yeah. movie. Yes. And and then there's a fun twist at the end of it as well. So Yeah, and you know, that one one scared point me. It was on Netflix. I don't know if it's on Netflix anymore. Probably isn't because they take stuff off there all the time, <laughs> but it might be. There's so, yeah. I was very I was very traumatized by that when it came out. And now people make fun of it, but you know what? It is scary. And I still like think about one of those scenes when she's in the woods and she's standing in the red berries and then in the background yes. you see oh man yeah <laughs> creeptastic m night Shyamalan is great at like the slow mm-hmm. scary yeah there's like a scene in the village where they're up in this like watchtower yes. kind of thing and they're looking down no. through a trap door and you like know something is coming and just like the slow way that the monster like comes into the scene through ah. the trap door and then walks away it's like it's not a jump scare at all and yet it is horrifying yeah and the same exact thing he does like almost the same exact thing in signs in the uh mexican birthday party scene where it's like all this wild yes. chaos like there's something outside the window there's something out. and, <laughs> yes and then it's like a camcorder and it's shaky and then all mm-hmm. of a sudden it's looking out the window and you just see this like alien like Still slowly move across the frame killer killer yeah I, uh, and then he just got worse from there so yeah i think that was the beginning of the end for disaster. him critically is people didn't really like yes. it but but i remember being very scared of that movie so thank you for reminding me mm-hmm. i'm not too cool for the village i just absolutely hated it <laughs> yes uh so what is your favorite i don't know how to even say this what is one classic horror movie that you've never seen 
I mean, the but list, you feel like the you list need goes to. on. I think, yes, like I. I have probably read the synopses of every major like franchise. Um, but I think the one people are most surprised I haven't actually managed to sit through is Scream, which uh, I think people think I'd like because it's sort of comedy too. And I've watched the first like scene of it, the major, like the Drew Barrymore oh, scene. Yes. Um, but I've never <laughs> managed to find like, like watch the rest. I don't know. I, the first scene was truly disturbing to me, and I don't know if I want to continue, but that's when I feel like I well, should, at least. The thing with Scream is that the first scene is, like, such an iconic scene, and it's mm-hmm. just one of the great horror scenes of all time. Yeah. And the rest of the movie is also really good, but doesn't have that same, like, level of terror oh, as okay. the scene where Drew Barrymore is home alone and gets the Ugh. phone call. Like, that's just... Mm -mm, those home alone movies uh the babysitter stuff the intruder thing it's not for me freaking stresses me out but you live in an apartment building so it should be (laughs) easy for you to watch now yeah that's true like no one's climbing through your like 18th (laughs) floor window well uh, yeah you're right you're right but i have to take if there's a time to watch it it's now Before you move, you know, to like the wilderness of That's Utah true. and have a big, you know, yeah. house 40 minutes away from town. Mm, yeah, I refuse to ever do that, probably because I'm just terrified of it's like that unnerving moment when you like have to like I'll be taking a dog outside or something and I have to switch the light on to like see outside. And I just yes. don't want to because I'm like so sure something will be out there watching me. That's what and I, it could be anything. Yeah, Judas, Osama bin Laden, <laughs> anyone could be this in the dark. Truly really terrifying. Uh, but what's yours? I feel like you two haven't seen many, so yeah, I have not seen any of the Nightmare on Elm Street mm. movies. So I feel like that is a blind spot for me that I need to correct, and I am excited to do so. At some oh, point. really? That one just has never been like. Not that I watch scary movies, but even in reading about scary movies. That one's always been like more weird to me. Like the rules of the universe don't necessarily make sense in the same way that other even supernatural ones do. So I don't know. You'll have to watch and tell me if it's good. (laughs) I mean, the great thing about horror is that like old horror is just so campy, but also kind of scary at the same time. Yeah. So watching any of those is just fantastic. And even the same with new stuff. It's like it's it's a perfect genre because it's really dark but also like sort of funny at the same time because it's just so ludicrous most most mm. often so yeah yeah um i'll be excited to watch that what is your favorite horror movie that's not actually a horror movie i i was trying to think of this i feel like i settled on what movie made me feel the most anxious and like i wish i could get up and like stretch out and take a breather and I landed on Free Solo, which is the documentary about climbing. Yes. <laughs> that was truly terrifying for me. So I was going to say eighth grade because I think that is such like a cringy movie yes. that the whole time you're just like clenched. But then I was looking through like just lists of movies that I've watched and was trying to figure out how I could shoehorn this in here. And I feel like <laughs> this is the quest, the answer to do it. 
nocturnal animals the yeah. like uh amy adams jake gyllenhaal movie has what i think is one of the most terrifying suspenseful sequences i have ever seen uh-huh. that it's not necessarily like a horror movie per se it's more of like i don't know like a crime thriller i guess but there's a scene where it's like there's a family and they're driving on the highway in western texas and there's nobody else out there and this other car like pulls up behind them and just the second that it happens you know that something bad is going to happen to this family but just like it takes forever the like inevitability of it and just the building suspense the whole time, but also like the realism of it. Cause you could definitely see the sequence of events that happen in the movie happening in real life. And I'm sure probably have to somebody or another at some point. And it was, it's just like so stressful the entire time. And then the rest of the movie is sort of like, meh, whatever. But that <laughs> scene in particular is just like, ah! it's gruesome. I've heard a lot about it. I haven't seen it. Probably won't, but but I believe you. I feel like you could watch Nocturnal Animals. That it's is not the about one it being, scene in the movie. It's not about it being scary. It's about, we don't have to get into it. <laughs> Amy Adams is good in it. Yeah, I'm sure. Amy Adams, Jake Gyllenhaal, they're very talented. I just feel like the most I've the more I've heard about it, it just feels very exploitative and very rape fantasy esque, and I just don't like it. Yeah, there is a weird element of, yeah, it, it's a very complicated movie. <laughs> yeah, it's very strange, but that one scene is worth watching. I think okay. you can probably find it on YouTube. Yeah. Um. Okay. So we also just have categories for a bunch of genres of horror movies where it's just like, what's your favorite of this genre? What's your favorite of that genre? And we're just going to kind of like go through them rapid fire. Mm-hmm. Sound good. Mm-hmm. Okay. What is your favorite slasher movie? <laughs> okay. Have you seen You're- any? <laughs> I have. And you could probably like list some and I'd remember that maybe this isn't my favorite, but the first one to come to mind was prom night, which <laughs> prom night is which- very entertaining. Yeah, it's like 8% on Rotten Tomatoes. Nobody liked it. It's Britney Snow, so it's not like highbrow, but there were parts that, like, it's a very fun movie to watch with a group of friends. Star of um, uh, Almost Almost almost, Family. Almost Family. Yes. A a classic one season CW show out now. (laughs) And you know what? This one, it's like a, a slasher, it's a serial killer taking out her friends one by one on prom night. And it's just, it works, you know? I'm going to go with Halloween, either the original Mm. or the remake. They're both great. Love them. Yeah, I know you do. Okay, what about horror comedy? Horror comedy, I'm going to go with Happy Death Day. It's PG-13. It's like horror light, but is very funny. And and also a decent horror movie. And that's streaming right now. Maybe I'll give it a chance. No promises. Yes, you could you could handle Happy Death Day. It's PG thirteen. It's like a couple jump scares and that's it. (laughs) Okay, mine is actually R rated. It's Cabin in the Woods, which I don't know if you've seen, but it's sort of this meta film about like cliches in scary movies, and it stars Chris Hemsworth, and um, it was surprisingly entertaining. Also, very gruesome. Though that was a comedy. Oh, have you not seen it? No, I haven't. Yeah, it is. It's uh, it's sort of this play on... I mean, it, it's where there's this company that sort of has to make these scary... Anyways, you should watch it. It is a comedy, and it's uh, 
is also very scary. I don't think they did a good job of promoting it because they play it like it's a very straightforward, cliche, scary movie about a group of friends who go to a cabin in the woods. But there's this whole other element where there's this organization that's actually pulling the strings because they need to sort of make this uh, sacrifice to this pagan god, basically. Mm. So... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> very meta but it was pretty entertaining and uh i think you might enjoy it i'm sure i would and i like chris hemsworth so i'm into that there you go what's your favorite supernatural horror movie oh i forgot to write one down <laughs> wait you go first and i'll think about it mine is hereditary which had oh. to work itself in here mm-hmm. some way or another mm-hmm. which is you know like creepy called the devil is inside us kind of thing mm-hmm. uh, love a good like ouija board scene in a horror movie nothing like yeah. that. yeah i know i'm trying to think i just like honestly i hate supernatural stuff and um i wrote down the others but i've already talked about that but i guess like I still do enjoy that, so yeah, I'll just I'll just cop out and call it that. <laughs> what about your favorite monster slash alien movie? I know you have to have one of these. Oh, yeah. This is I like a genre these. that's oddly like terrifying, but you for some reason are unaffected by. It's just not. Yeah, it's not as bad as like. Anyways, I think my favorite alien flick is actually War of the Worlds, the Tom Cruise version, which um was sort of ripped Weird. apart by critics. But I actually found it very interesting and entertaining. And I thought Tom Cruise did a really good job of being like just the right amount of Tom Cruise. And you also have like Dakota Fanning, who's big eyed and screaming a lot. And so she adds to the terror and it just really worked for me. I had trouble deciding between Cloverfield, which Mm, is like a creepy Godzilla movie, and then also Super 8, which is also a monster movie, but like a more heartwarming monster movie. So I don't know. Either way, Cloverfield's like terrifying. Super 8 is like kind of fun. Either one is good. Yes. Those are all great. Now I want to watch them again. I know. Um, Fantastic. (laughs) Do you have a favorite disaster movie? So I don't know if this counts as a disaster movie, but I'm going to count it because I was looking through lists of like top 50 disaster movies and I had never seen most of them. They just don't really <laughs> appeal to me that much. Like this is a genre oh, man, that I'm, I'm always like, uh, okay, but I do love the Poseidon adventure, which is where like this giant <laughs> boat flips over and then the people have to try to like get to the top of the boat before yeah. they uh, drown and they sort of like die off one by one on the way. So I don't know if you count a uh, like giant cruise ship <laughs> flipping over as a disaster. Oh, for be- sure. That's but- a disaster. Yeah. Okay, good. Then that's my choice. They it was in like the a, 70s. They a, yeah, they have a remake though, if you want to catch yeah, that Yeah, with Fergie, I, but it's I not it as on good. DVD. Yeah. No, thank you. <laughs> I love disaster movies. I could talk about them all day. I think my favorite overall is um, Deep Impact, which is much more like serious, like character study. But my favorite, like scary disaster movie, is Dante's Peak, which is the Pierce Brosnan uh, volcano movie from the '90s, and it holds up. It's it's very stressful. I'm sure, and there's some. There's some gory scenes in it. No, it's like it's a lot. Okay, don't live on don't live on volcanoes. That's my message to everyone, even if they're dormant. Nothing says still relevant like Pierce Brosnan in a nineties movie about volcanoes. <laughs> yeah. What's your favorite yeah. <laughs> non supernatural horror movie? Non supernatural. I think 
Well, so are we talking like, this is my question, because if it's just anything goes that's not about ghosts, is that what we're doing? Yeah, sort of like a catch-all category. Okay. Then I would say probably um, probably <laughs> Train to Busan, which is the zombie flick um, from Korea from a few years ago. And it's just, it's so good. I can't stop talking about it. Yeah, I that came up on one of the lists I was looking at for something or another. And I was like, oh, shoot, I still need to watch this because Shelby said it was mm-hmm. good. And it's about zombies mm-hmm. on a train. So, like, how could mm-hmm. it be bad? My favorite is Silence of the Lambs, the best picture winner from the year I was born. Truly a terrifying movie. And just true. uh, Serial killers and yum, yum, yum. (laughs) You know what, though? Non-supernatural. There's a lot that I've liked. I think I have to give a shout out to, um, well, I guess Hush, which is this movie about a deaf person who's at home alone in the woods and a man who just finished murdering his neighbor her neighbor like realizes she's deaf and he starts to toy with her and then just full-on starts trying to murder her and it's very intense and i started watching it in the woods once and it was the stupidest mistake choice i've ever made and it's really stuck with me since then okay so don't watch hush in the woods that's the take yeah there um what's your favorite classic horror movie old school horror i think psycho i think it still works i've shown multiple people it, and it's there's still just a couple jump scares that really really work out well the alfred hitchcock film it's a classic i'm gonna go with dial m for murder which Mm. is maybe technically like a little bit more of a detective movie but there is a great like kill sequence in it and there's definitely jump scares and it is real spooky and it basically all takes place on one set which is interesting to watch (laughs) yeah i remember that one that is a good one there's some good old scary movies like i like rear window is good Mm -hmm. vertigo just anything from him yeah okay what about a killer animal a killer animal um (laughs) Was this on the list? I think it was a late edition. My bad. I am. I am okay. I need to think <laughs> of this. I need to think of a killer animal movie. I mean, I guess a monster movie is technically a killer animal. I really just put this category because oh, I need Anaconda to... with strike oh, Jennifer yeah. Lopez. Mm-hmm. That is a good one. That's creepy. And yeah. that. The creepy guy in it, whose name I never remember, Angelina Jolie's dad or whatever. Yep. Yes. Um, John Voight. Yeah, he's creepy. Mine is Cujo, which is a Stephen King novel. And it's Mm -hmm. a 1983 film. And I watched this in college and it seriously gave me nightmares. Like I... I would dream about a St. Bernard chasing me for years, which as a dog lover is truly traumatic to me because I never want to believe they'd turn on me, but... Oh, yeah, they'd turn on you in a heartbeat. If they get hungry, they'd be eating (laughs) you. Lupe would eat you. No, no, no. If if she was hungry enough, (laughs) you'd be dead. As a Stephen King fan, have you read or seen it? I have not. You know, Stephen King has only about 900 books, Mm -hmm. and that is one of the ones I haven't read. I was trying to figure out a way to work the stand into this, because that's also a really good book, but I haven't (laughs) seen the... But there's not like a movie. It's just a mini series or whatever. Yeah. Um, 
How about your favorite horror television show? I think it's actually The Haunting of Hill House, which came out on Netflix last year. And I, at first, was too terrified to even give it a try. But then I read synopsis and I watched it in in tandem. And it was actually a very well done show. Everyone should watch it. I know. That's another one that's on my list of things to watch. Um, My favorite genre of horror is comedy horror. And there is no better comedy horror TV show than Scream Queens, which is fantastic. (laughs) So that is my favorite horror television show. Canceled after two seasons, sadly. But only Mm. because it was on Fox, which was stupid to begin with. Because, like, Fox should not have had that show. It was way too weird to be on network. But... If it had been on FX, I'd like to think it would still be alive and kicking and doing well. And the third season was going to be Murder Island, <laughs> like where they invite everybody to an island and kill them off. Like how that I'm is sorry. the greatest like thing I've missed out on on life yeah. is that they and didn't instead, get to third he's just, season. He's just doing like 12 seasons of American Horror Story. Yeah, which isn't even that good. I know. I'm so and sorry. And I watched The Politician, which is like... Which is like Scream Queens if it was weirder and more like Glee and didn't have horror. And the whole time I just thought of you could have been channeling this energy into friggin' Murder Island. (laughs) Well, I think this brings us to the big finale. What is your favorite horror movie slash scary movie of all time? This is tough because it's like I don't like these usually. (laughs) But in thinking about it, and um, I mean, I would have to say that the thing that scared me the most, but that I sort of enjoyed was Train to Busan, which I know is a cop out because I already mentioned it. But when you haven't seen that many scary movies, you just kind of have to start repeating. (laughs) Yeah. It's it's a tough place to be, really. I know? know. I'm so sorry. I mean, some close runner-ups would be actually Don't Breathe, which I don't know if you saw, but it's very anxiety-inducing, and I would have ranked it number one, except I hate the final twist, and I think it's just very exploitative and gross. But everything leading up to it is a true like masterclass in tension and just stress to the max. So... Good choice. Well, this is all the more reason to have to watch Train to Busan. My favorite one, which you already brought up, is Scream and its sequels. (laughs) It's like, it's the perfect mix of being a great horror comedy, but also a great slasher movie, which is another one of my favorite genres. (laughs) And that opening scene is just like, ugh, it's it's like a perfect scene. Like if you see lists yeah. that are like top ten scenes, like just of movies of all time. Mm-hmm. Like these are scenes that like define cinema. That's that scene from Scream where Drew Barrymore is like talking on the phone and is murdered is definitely one of them. And the movie just like keeps going from there. And it's Courtney Cox and um, <laughs> Rose hair. McGowan gets killed uh, trying to go out like the doggy door of a <laughs> garage door. So, oh, no. I mean, everybody died. There's just so many great <laughs> deaths. And there's so many like chases of Ghostface, the murderer, like running around the house trying to kill someone and getting like knocked down the stairs and like bopped over things. It's just perfect. How many are there now? There are four. There was three in the original trilogy, and then there was a fourth remake, like, I don't know, 10 years later, that has Hayden 
Hayden Panettiere and Emma Roberts in it, among other people. But the there was some love for that on Twitter lately. I don't know why, yes, but people were like, good. "Scream for it, didn't get rights." <laughs> I know, and like Sarah Michelle Geller is in one of them. Um, what's her face? The really annoying girl from the uh, who does New Year's Eve commentary every year that we hate, Jesse. Uh, no. What's her name? I can see her. She was she did the red carpet at the Emmys. She's oh, just so annoying. Julie, Julie. No, and it's not Julie. What McCarthy? Jenny McCarthy. Oh, she yeah, is in yeah, it and yeah. gets murdered That's in right. three. I think. <laughs> yeah. So oh, well, I'll check. Lee Schreiber is in it. <laughs> the guy who plays Shaggy and the Scooby Doo movie is in it. Mm-hmm. A lot of good people. <laughs> Scooby Doo, full circle. Yes. Really? Now that I'm thinking about that's two of the cast members from Scooby-Doo are in it. Is Freddie Prince in one of those? I don't think he is. <laughs> it's all coming back. The mom from you. Lady Bird is in Scream 2. Oh, wow. So. Big cast. So are you not into like, I mean, because I was surprised you didn't mention any of like The Grudge or Ring, The Ring or... Blair Witch Project. So you're just not really into Supernatural, huh? I like non-Supernatural more than I like Supernatural. I mean, I, lo- I mean, like, yeah. I love Hereditary. Um, yeah. You know, but I like real world stuff a little bit more than I like the Supernatural stuff. Slasher. Slasher is, like, my favorite. Like, <laughs> so non-comedy, gross. that's my favorite genre. I love it. <laughs> love a serial killer. Yeah. And I like watching all of the different inventive ways, like, they have to kill people. The <laughs> purge i love the purge that's a that's not supernatural either but it's like i think it's fun to see how these people how creative they can get with like how they're going to kill people and with supernatural it's like there's not that same like fun element to it you know right what about like the strangers everyone loves that one i haven't seen that one Oh, I think I don't think that's supernatural, though. I think that's like home. No, invasion. no, it's not. Yeah, it is. So I just wondered if maybe because there is a sequel to it, too. And I I read a couple of the synopses. So <laughs> I'm just testing the waters to see if there's anything you've seen that maybe I could manage. But yes, doesn't look like it. I think you can manage Happy Death Day. I think that's your I think that's your go to. My sister okay. watched Happy Death Day and she is like <laughs> terrified of everything. So, yeah. Well, good. I'll give it a chance, maybe. No promises. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's everything. Do you have anything else to say on about Halloween, about horror movies, about scary Ooh. things? Oh, gosh, the ghost is back? <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I I really do enjoy scary movie culture. I just, for some reason, can't ever really get behind scary movies themselves. So I appreciate getting to chat with them. And I feel like we really got an insight into why you are the way that you are and for that i i am grateful <laughs> i think you just have to get used to them like yeah i too at one point was, was terrified and i think you know you just go in the deep end just watch saw tonight and then you'll be like <laughs> ready to go for the rest of rest of the time no. i mean uh, now when i'm watching horror movies there are some horror movies where i am legitimately not even tense for like i'll watch the whole thing and it's like i'm is not a tense. Good thing yeah i, I think know. my problem is one i don't love gore so that cuts out a lot of scary movies and then two i don't like supernatural because i don't like the demon like ghost stuff 
So but maybe really you my, just don't know that you like just, it yet. No. You know? You know? <laughs> no, 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 no. Once there's you have a new to trailer see... for for the grudge. Like there's a new grudge coming out. And I tried to watch the trailer and then I was like, I don't want to. I don't want to watch this. I don't want to think about it. I don't like it. So But once you've seen a woman like clawing through the intestines of her dead boyfriend and try to get a key out of it so that she can turn get rid of something on her head that's going to snap her jaw in half, like, then gore doesn't matter as much to you anymore. I watched Ready or Not, and I liked that, so... Oh, that's a great movie. That's fantastic. So there's that. I tried not to include this year's movies on my list, but... Yeah. (laughs) Good job. We've already talked about some (laughs) of them. We'll be talking about them more throughout, you know, so... Yeah, yeah ready or not off but okay well this was a fun episode glad we did this happy halloween everybody we'll be back next week i don't know what we're discussing yet we're truly in a dead zone of movies (laughs) so it's like what are we gonna be doing motherless brooklyn hopefully not (laughs) but if you guys end up if you guys end up watching one of our recommendations uh send us an email at psurong at gmail.com or find us on twitter instagram facebook leave us a message we're psurong yeah, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts telling us our taste is good, telling us our taste is bad. <laughs> yeah. um, and we have, so next week's episode, to be determined, but then in two weeks, uh, we are doing an episode on the movie Last Christmas, which like literally yes. shoot me in the face, but I was co-opted into having to do it. Yes. I've been avoiding spoilers because I just want to go in blind. So I haven't even watched like the new clips they've been releasing, so... We already know what the spoiler is to the movie. We all Whatever. know. Don't come in here pretending you got it because when you fo- first watched the trailer, you did not think there was a twist. You were telling me I was crazy for thinking there was a twist. So now you're going to pretend that you knew all along that there was a twist? Like, no. no. No, but I've seen it so much on Twitter that now going into it, I'm like, <laughs> yes, this is... It makes sense. When the song playing in the entire trailer is Last Christmas, I Gave You My Heart, and the movie is called <laughs> Last Christmas, it's like, okay, well, this is obvious. How did I miss this? Oh, okay, idiot. yeah. Yes, that's that's the main takeaway. Thank you. Soundbite. I'll lead with that. Oh, goody. Can't wait to see that <laughs> appear on all social media platforms. Yeah. Whatever. Uh. Okay, <laughs> this has been great. Happy Halloween, everybody. Be spooky. Uh, eat candy. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.